0: You are now listening to Renewed Mind Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Cook-Hall. Please begin to take that good, deep breath as we begin to refresh, recharge, and reset. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Renewed Mind Revolution Podcast, and this is your host, Michelle cook Listen, listen, <laughs> it's a good day. It's a good day. I just want to say that. I want to start off this podcast by saying it is a good day. I'm going to I'm 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 decreeing that I'm declaring that just by saying that. Whew, it's a good day. I want you to take that in. I want you to take in your deep breath that you need. I want you to blow that out. And I want you to say, ooh, it's a good day day. It is. It is a good day. Listen, we are here today to share, share some tips and some tools that I know will assist you in becoming a better you. That's what this podcast is all about. It's about helping, assisting, teaching, sharing, um, by uh, our testimony, you know, different different ways of sharing so that you can see that you are never, ever, ever alone. I think that when we share our testimonies, we encourage one another. I think when we share our tes- testimonies, we reveal to others that they are not alone, that they are not an isolated case. Okay, hear that? Isolated case. We talked about that when we first... Um, started this podcast, I talked a lot about isolation way before COVID. (laughs) uh, We talked about isolation because I wanted to emphasize that if the enemy can't isolate you and how he does that is by telling you that, you know, you're all alone. um, Your case is unique. There's no one else who's going through this. No one else has faced this. No one else can relate to your struggle, your pain, and you're all by yourself, and you're going through it all by yourself. And so I often share that if the enemy can do that to you, right, um, then he can destroy you. If he can isolate you, he can destroy you. So, you know, when we first started this uh, podcast, I emphasized that a lot, a lot. Because um, that is something that I've seen uh, in the works a lot. I've seen people who felt as if their case was so unique, you know, when they felt as if they, their struggle, when I say case, I mean their uh, situation, their their struggle, their uh, sickness, their affliction, um, they kind of felt as if theirs was so unique and because of that, they often felt isolated, felt alone, as if they can't share it. No one would ever understand, no one would ever relate. And then when you feel isolated by something such as that, you feel as if there is a target. You feel as if there's a target on your back, right? So then they kind of, you know, go on um, feeling as if, you know, it's them against the world, you know? And uh, and so that brings in a lot of... Uh, unhealthy emotions when you have an isolated case when someone feels as if they have an isolated case they become a target they feel as if they are targeted and that brings on a whole nother uh, set of problems emotional problems that are unhealthy mental issues that are unhealthy uh, for the individual which we know We know that the mindset and the emotional set of a person will eventually affect the physical. So, you know, it's just a a terrible snowball effect. So we always talk about um, removing that that thought process of thinking that you are isolated, that you are alone. Um, You're never alone. Uh, There's always someone uh, who is dealing with something, if not uh, uh, identical to what you're dealing with, very much familiar. So that's why I share testimonies on here very often and attempt to be very transparent so that you can see that, you know, you're not alone. Um, If it's not my personal testimony, I definitely try to give you examples of others that I believe can fit your scenario or your case so that you won't feel as if you once again are all alone and this is an isolated case. So that's uh, one of the things that we do here on this podcast is try to become transparent in the attempt of assisting you to get to the place that you need to be it's for you to understand that you are not alone, that you are. Are never alone. Okay, so that's a that's one of the uh, things that we really do attempt to do in this podcast. I hope this podcast has been helpful to you so far. And if it has, please, please take that time to let me know, um, support this podcast, share this podcast, um, and you can also uh, reach out to me, uh, and I do respond to those who do as you know as soon as I can. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So, you know, I will listen. I will read your feedback, your stories, your testimonies. Um, Even on my blog, the WordPress, we have Renewed My Revolution. And I do read it. I do um, listen. And I'm, I'm grateful for your support. So let's get on today. Let's talk today. And um, it's, you know, a lot is still going on um, in our world um, and I, in our community. I love the word community um, versus our world, but um, it's not nationwide. It is across the world. So it makes it a very unique uh, situation that we're dealing with right now. So today is the first day of the week that I'm doing this podcast. And uh, what's exciting uh, for me and my household is that my daughter is having the opportunity to spend her first year in high school. Now, last year was supposed to be her first year. And we talked about that. But because of COVID, she was at home. So she spent her entire freshman year at home. So now she's getting ready to go to her sophomore year, learn how to drive and all that good stuff. Now, she will have to go in and be masked up, and that's different for her to, you know, have to do that in a long-day setting and to meet people, you know. So she has a lot that she's facing, not only she's in a new school because she's never been in the building before, not only she's in a new school with more kids than she's ever been in before, uh, strange kids, she don't know these kids because, you know, this is a bigger, bigger school than her grade school. So not only that, but she has to adjust to the protocols of the pandemic. So it's a lot. Um, and I always every now and then try to put in there something about our children so that we can all be mindful of what they are dealing with as well. You know, adults uh, across the, the country here in the United States is definitely, you know, fighting and, and arguing their positions Um, And and their ideology, but in the end, um, what they're arguing about is um, going to affect the children. So that's why I always try to make sure that I bring up um, our children when I can during uh, the podcast. Because I want us to understand that everything that we are doing, everything that we say, um, our children are being affected. They're being affected and they are our future and they are the ones who will eventually run our country. So it's very important that we take care of the mental health, physical health, safety of our children. Now, let's move past that and let's talk today about uh, getting motivated, getting motivated. Um, That is sometimes more challenging for some than others some people you know find that word to be challenging because they 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 look for uh, outside sources to encourage them to get motivated okay Um, they reach out hoping that they can find some form of igniting motivation. Something's going to ignite their motivation. Something's going to you know spark, that's the better word probably, right? Spark their motivation. And here is my take on that. Um my uh I want I want to make sure that we 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 are listening to that. It's a good play on words. Uh the spark for motivation. Somebody's looking for the spark for motivation. Here's my take. My take is we have to learn to be self-motivated, self-motivated. Now, there are times that we definitely need people to uh, support us and to encourage us. Um, But there are moments that we have to learn to encourage or motivate ourselves Um, Seven ways to encourage yourself in the Lord would be uh, speak life, pray for joy, read encouraging scriptures, take good fellowship, find yourself um, a good place that you can um, worship, uh, find yourself uh, a good place of meditation, think on good thoughts, do something that makes you happy. Um, these are things, these are ways that you can encourage yourself in the Lord. Um, the scripture talks about encouraging ourselves in the Lord. And I when I think about that, I think about uh, this song um, that is a gospel song and it was called um, by Donna Lawrence, Tri-City Singers, and it was called um, Encourage Yourself in the Lord. And if you get a chance to listen to that song because if you're in a a place in your life where you've lost the motivation to do, to get up, to move, to make the plans, to to not only make the plans, but actually execute the plans, then you can listen to a song like that because that's how you can, you know, meditate, right? That's a good way of meditating is when we listen to music. And so, well, it is for me. You know, I, I do read, but I also like to listen to music. Music is very... Um, important to me when it comes to me meditating and, and me thinking and me praying. I use, I use music a lot in my prayer life and in my meditating meditation. So sometimes you have to find songs that have the lyrics, you know, some songs are just music and it's, and it's very soothing and it's very relaxing when you're meditating, but sometimes you have to find the songs that have these lyrics that are are powerful lyrics. Words and songs are, are very, very important. And it's not until I got older and began to really experience life and it's moments that I really began to appreciate the lyrics of a song. And it's amazing because, you know, um, when you're younger, sometimes you, you just listen to that, that beat, you know, or that melody, and that's what hook you, right? And then when you get, you know, a little older and you start listening to that song, you listen to the words to that song, and it kind of reminds you of that time when you were younger. And and those words start to mean something to you, especially if you find yourself going through that. So even if it's a a secular song, right? And say this secular song you listen to a thousand times, and it's talking about a breakup. You know, you like it because the beat is really good. We're really enjoying this beat and this melody. And it's just, you know, you can enjoy it and and, and, and rock with the song. Um, but then <laughs> you find yourself in the midst of a horrible breakup. Those song, those lyrics to that song now has a whole new meaning for you. It's like now you're relating to that character you know, in that song, you can feel the, the passion all of a sudden. You can feel the words all of a sudden. And now, even when you sing that song, you're singing it differently than you ever. This is this song a thousand times, but now you're singing it with passion and you're singing it with conviction because now you can relate to the lyrics of that song. And that's the same thing with songs that you can use when you are trying to meditate Um it's, these words begin to have life to you all of a sudden. Um, so that song, Encourage Yourself in the Lord, is very helpful when you're trying to get to a place of uh, encouragement, a place of motivation. Sometimes, like I said, we're looking all over for everybody to do something to help. But sometimes you have to, what I always said, just pick yourself up and you have to make that step on your own. You have to. And we spend our lives looking for others to cheer us on, to push us, to motivate us, then we're never going to get to where we need to be because people are funny. People are picky. People are wishy-washy. They don't mean any harm, but it just happens. It really just happens because we are, we do the same thing. We are just people. We are, you know, we are flawed. We are flawed. Even with good intentions, a good heart, we are flawed. They can't. You know, we cannot be everywhere and everything to everybody. So we're flawed. So we're going to fail. We're going to mess up. And so that's why it's important that we don't put our faith into man. We can't uh, put our faith into man to do things for us that man is limited to do. And it's, once again, this is not, you know, saying that we can't love, encourage and support each other. Because definitely we all, you know, pray to have someone or group that supports us and loves us and care for us. Right. But the reality of it is there are people who don't have that. Right. There are people who don't have that love and support of family or friends. They don't have that. And so once again, we're trying to teach not to become isolated because God loves you, right? God loves you and you have to love you. So we can't allow you to get to a point of feeling like I'm so alone and now you're bitter and you're mad and you're angry because the the the, the the save, uh, the wagon, rescue team, rescue wagon never came. You know, the rescue team never came. So now you're feeling defeated, broken, and hurt. And I'm trying to make sure that you don't get there. I'm trying to make sure you understand that there are other people who... Face that struggle of not having that support system, of not having the people have your back, and those who are encouraging you, and those who are wishing you well, and those who still have you. Um, and so that's when you have to realize that you have to motivate yourself, that you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. You do. I mean, it's it's you. You are responsible for that. And you can handle that. Like, you can do that. It's just that you have to be reminded that you can do that, that you can encourage yourself in the Lord. I love David. Everybody knows me, knows that I love David from the Bible. I love David for so many reasons, but David was a great poet and, and, and I, and I love poetry and I, I wrote poetry a lot growing up because of David. And what I loved about David in the Bible was that um, David made plenty of mistakes, plenty of mistakes. He was flawed. He was flawed. But what I, what I loved about David was that David knew in my opinion, from my perspective, how to talk to God, how to, how to ask for forgiveness from God, and how to motivate and encourage himself. That's what I loved about David. Like David would lay down all the things that was going wrong, right? And this is pretty much how I used to write my poems the same way. I kind of study how David did and kind of did my poetry the same way. David would say everything that was going wrong, you know, these, the enemies, his enemies are after him. They want to see him fall. They want to see him fail. They want to see him dead. They want to see him hurt. I mean, he said all these things about his enemy, right? But then he would turn around. He wouldn't leave it there. He would turn around and and begin to, to flip that. And say, but my God can do this, you know. And through God, I can do that. And, and then tell God, I need you to vindicate me. I need you to, to bring me through. I need you to bring me out. It was just something very powerful for me. If you get a chance, go and read Psalms. Read a lot of Psalms. It was written by, uh, you know, different writers. But, you know, some of that is is from David. And I want you to read, you know, some Psalms. And I want you to read the story of David. And I want you to see how David would talk you know, to God and how he would, from one moment, talk about everything that was going on wrong, right? It was very therapeutic, everything that was going on wrong. But after he said that and kind of like established the case that was, you know, before him, the struggle, the pain, the hurt, the anger, the frustration, whatever his situation was, once he's established that before God, he turns around and he begins to um, destroy it with with his words of of affirmation, his words of authority, of saying who God was and who he was to God. You know he understood his position and that God loved him and that God had never, you know, and would never fail him. And so that, to watch him do that, to watch that 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 self motivation, it taught me a lot. Um, I I studied David when I was a teenager. That was many years ago. But to watch him do that at that particular time, it was a lot to see that strength that he uh, presented in his writings and, and how he spoke to God. And he had experienced so much. And in his writings, you can see that he reminded God that the 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 moments that God brought him through and the moments where he, you know, was supposed to die but didn't die. I mean it was just it was just so much. And so I use that as my little example of how to self motivate. That yeah, all these things are going wrong. And all these things that were supposed to go this way did not go this way. But this is how I'm going to approach this. This is how I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to uh, flip it. I'm going to begin to speak life and speak help and speak strength over my situation. You know, I'm going to get up from this place. I could just fall into this this hole, you know, of course I could. But like David said, I present to God, what what benefit would you have, God, if I fall into this into this hole and, and just decide to die? How do you get glory out of, out of me falling into this hole and me dying? You get no glory, right? So this is what I wanted to share with you today. To get to a place where you go, yeah, you know, this is going on, and this is going on, and that is going on, but, but. I am trusting God, but I am believing God, um, you know, to bring me out, to bring me through. Um, I'm, I'm strong enough to handle this. God has equipped me to handle this um, and let and begin to motivate yourself, you know, begin to uh, speak over yourself. Right. in the song that I mentioned before. By Donald Lawrence, it said, you know, to speak over yourself, you know, uh, in the Lord, like just, you know, encourage yourself in the Lord. So it, it the lyrics was extremely powerful because it's telling you, you know, what you need to do. And, and this song is um it's an older song, but it is definitely a good song. And, you know, so if you get a chance, I want you to go and and look at this this song. And I'm going to get some of the lyrics for you and 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 read just some of the lyrics. Once again, it's a song by Donald Lawrence and Tri-City Singers. And um, it says sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Sometimes you have to speak victory during the test. So like we all go through something. This is the case I'm talking about. You know, you have a case that's before you. That's your test. Okay. and it says sometimes you have to speak victory. During, not after, you know, we I told you one of my favorite sermons that I've heard of my mom's to to, was to preach when I was younger was called Don't Wait till the battle's over, shout now. It's like you don't wait till the, the, the test is over. You during the test, during that struggle, during that case, during that issue that you're dealing with, you need to learn to speak victory during the test, okay? And then the, the the lyric says, and no matter how you feel, we talk about this all the time, now getting caught up into our feelings, right? It says, and no matter how you feel, speak the word and you will be healed. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord, right? And then there's another one. It says, sometimes you have to speak the word over yourself. The pressure is all around, but God is a present help. The enemy created walls. See, you try to block you in and tell you where you can't go and tell you this is your limitations and, and try to push you in a corner. That wall is that isolation that I was talking to you about. Then this is just a song that just happened to relate to what I talk about all the time. It said, the enemy created walls, but remember giants, they do fall. Speak over yourself, encourage yourself in the Lord. So this song, you know, it kind of, at what I talk about very often, that wall is that isolation. The enemy puts up that wall to make you feel and make me feel as if, you know, our our resources are limited. Um, our our ability and our reach is limited. But I've made a post today. And my, um, my post is the older post that I've actually um, had out a couple of years ago. But every now and then... Uh, fitting for the, the 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 day, I will reach back and grab a post, and um, the post that I, I wrote said it takes more strength to hold on to what you should let go than to reach for what you reach for what you need to reach for you. So it, it it takes more strength to hold on to things that we need to let go versus what we need to you know the strength that it takes to reach for what we need. But sometimes the enemy tries to uh, limit our reach, limit our reach by creating these walls. So these walls are are, are kind of uh, built up from fear and, and, uh, and affliction and all kind of depression and lies, lots of lies, okay? The enemy lies. And he tells you all these things about yourself and your limitations and what you can't do and how you're not loved and how you're not good enough, you're not brave enough, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not strong enough. It tells you all these things and this is the wall that you begin to see, you know, because if you believe it, not that he has more power than God, but it's in us that that determines what happens because we have the power to believe that or not believe what the enemy says. And so he we begin to allow this wall to come up based upon what is spoken you know, over us, you know. And so that wall creates the limitations that limits our reach. But today I want you to tear down that wall. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to tear down that wall and remember who you are. Remember that you you are great and you are strong and you are beautiful and you are courageous. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And you are what? Fearfully and wonderfully made. So I want you to remember who you are, your identity, you are um, here for a reason, you are here for a purpose and it's in God's great design that you are here. That is the affirmation that, um, I came up with years and years and years ago when I first start, uh, speaking, um, and, and, and ministering, that was something that God gave to me. And so before I would minister, I will often share that with others that, uh, you know, I'm here for a reason. Okay. Um, is not, is God's great design that I'm here. I'm not here by accident, right? Um, so you're here for a reason. If God has you here in in that time, it was in that particular place in that building, right? But just in general, if God has you here, still walk on this earth, you know, it's not by accident nor by coincidence that you are here. But my words were that it's by his great design that you are here. God has a reason for you still here. So I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that. And we're going to keep declaring that over and over and over again. So I want you to learn this affirmation. Like I stated, this is an affirmation that I used uh, pretty much every time that I uh, spoke. Um, and so I want you to learn this affirmation. It's very powerful and I've, I've been using this for wow I don't know you guys maybe definitely more than uh, more than 15 years uh, so let's listen let's listen to this again and I want you to even if you have to go back write it down Um, when we first did our did our uh, podcast I often tell you put it down put it up on a sticky note so that you can look at it and you can say it and you can just declare it and decree it. Because I want you to be reminded of how important you are and how significant your life is and how God doesn't does not make mistakes. And you are not a mistake regardless of what someone has told you or what you have experienced or what you might just personally be thinking of yourself. I want you to understand that you are not a mistake. God knew what he was doing when he had you come to this earth. He had you to surface, right? He had you to be brought forth. So he knew what he was doing and he had plans for you. Regardless of um, your age, regardless of your experience, he has plans for you. Here we go. I'm here for a reason. And I will have people repeat it to me when we were in the audience, right? People in the audience repeat this for me. And I want you to say this out loud as you're listening to this podcast. I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. It's in God's great design that I am here. And I always did it twice. I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. It's in God's great design that I am here. And so I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that. I hope and pray that it brings you peace. I hope and pray that it brings you the strength that you need to make the decisions that you need to make on this great day. And the days to come. Once again, I just wanted you to be reminded that you have purpose. That you have purpose. God bless you guys. Today has been a great day. Please be reminded to be self-motivated. Don't wait for others to encourage you, but learn to encourage yourself in the Lord. I want you to pray for uh, our children who are constantly being affected by what's going on in our world today, and those who are preparing to go back inside classrooms. So keep them in your prayers, ladies and gentlemen. Please do that. And pray for one another. Encourage one another. You see someone that's going through something, someone who's sad, someone who's depressed, someone who's, you know, feeling lonely and isolated, the best way that we can help ourselves, in my opinion, is to reach out and help somebody else, you know? You can feel really great, not out of pride or arrogance, but because I think it's kind of just the way we're designed, to be there for one another, to help and support one another. And it seems to me that the more that we help and support and love on one another, the better we begin to feel, the, begin, the, the the more clarity we have regarding our own situations. A lot of times it reminds us of how grateful we should be also because there's someone who's definitely going through something a lot tougher than you and I. Sometimes I read people posts on social media and it just blows me away because you know, I, I had no idea that they were going through that. I had no idea that they were experiencing that because a lot of times we were caught up in our own uh, situations. And me, I'm to be honest, I am a type of person that, you know, I really don't uh, question a lot that's going on, you know, with people's personal lives. You have to come and talk to me and tell me because I'm not going to, uh, you know, I, I will check on people and see how you're doing, how you're feeling, but I'm not going to pry. And so people lives, so when people begin to reveal things um, sometimes I'm, I'm really shocked there's a lot going on in the world it's a lot of hurt there's a lot of pain going on in the world people are really struggling and they're dealing with a lot of uh, physical and mental uh, challenges mental, physical mental challenges and financial challenges seem to be there always with people but there's a if uh, really uh, to me, I see an increase in physical and mental health issues. So let's stay prayerful for one another and encourage one another. Reach out to someone and actually listen. You know, listen to what they're saying. Not just hear them, but listen to what they're really saying. And let's pray one another. Have a great week, ladies and gentlemen. You have been listening to Renewed my Revolution podcast with your host, Michelle Cucall. I hope you have received something impactful and empowering on today. Please, please go and check out um, on Amazon.com uh, the books that we have available, such as Breaking Family Ties and Faith versus Fear. So you guys have a great day. And remember, I love you, but most importantly, God loves you more. God bless.